Welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. The crossroads where culture, lifestyle, and community meet. All hosted by the legendary New York radio TV personality and proud Harlem American, G. Keith Alexander. Oh, thank you so very much, Kevin. Hi, I am G. Keith Alexander, and welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. And today is a very special day. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and enjoyed yourself and you're staying safe and well. And uh, normally I would uh, read the bio uh, of uh, my guest. However, this particular guest is someone that, uh, you know, he has been in our lives for, for many years via, via film and, and now currently television. And uh, he's a, a, a great actor. He's an icon, part of our culture. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome Mr. Richard Roundtree. Hello there, Richard. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm listening to your radio voice. Ah, <laughs> 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 ah. Uh, uh. Wow. You know, it is, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm good. Um, This is a real treat to have you on. Uh, Last night, uh, you know, was quite a a night for me to really get excited that today was going to be the day. So let us start out. Uh, First of all, did you have a happy Thanksgiving? I had a boring Thanksgiving. Really? Fortunately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well i can understand i didn't have family here at all it was just me the television and my brown water <laughs> all right and, and and brown water for those who don't know brown water tell them what the brown water is bourbon <laughs> okay bur- bourbon is is your drink of choice and also you have a special cigar that uh that you really uh, uh, into, and it's the longest cigar I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So uh, right on. So we're on Facebook as well. I want to say hello to those folks, uh, uh, watching on uh, Facebook. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. Hello, Facebook uh, family. (laughs) That's right. They're with us. So let us take the way back machine. Let's take the way back machine and let's go back to what was your childhood like in, uh, New Rochelle? Wow. Um, very sheltered. And I didn't realize that until I was grown. Um, my parents kept a very tight rein on us, my, my sister and brother. And uh, it wasn't until very recently that I found out that Nourishelle uh, opposed busing and Lincoln School was primarily black and they closed that school down. I, I just found this out uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the level of which my parents sheltered us. It, we didn't know anything about that. And I remember Martin Luther King uh, came to Union Baptist Church and spoke. I had no idea what that was all about. I knew he was the dynamic speaker. But uh, the the scope of who uh, Martin Luther King was, I had no idea until later on. Really? Wow. So when you 
eventually got out of New Rochelle, at, at least when I say got out of New Rochelle, meaning that you, you became a model. Uh, uh, but I think prior to that, you started working at, at Barney's. And those folks who aren't familiar with Barney's here in New York, Barney was an upscale uh, uh, clothier where, where folks went and, and, and paid a lot of money for clothes. What did you do at Barney? I was a Barney's. salesman. Uh, I, uh, I went from Robert Hall in Yonkers mm-hmm. and uh, got a job at Barney's. And some very famous people would come in and uh, actors and models and what have you. And Tom Scott, wow. So he was one of my customers and he said, you know, you'll, you should, you should model. And I immediately asked him, what does it pay? (laughs) (laughs) Back then it was $40 an hour, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he failed to tell me that that wasn't a 40, uh, a 40 hour week. (laughs) (laughs) You just work a couple of days for $40 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. If that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple of days. I mean, it was uh, hit and miss. And I was running around with my portfolio, going to go sees and uh, the like. And uh, my agent told me um, that uh, Ebony Magazine is, is uh, interviewing for models. And I auditioned uh, <laughs> with Mrs. Johnson and uh, she asked me, uh, have you ever done runway? I said, oh, of course I've done runway. <laughs> <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Hey, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what happened was we went to Chicago and we had a, a dress rehearsal in Gary, Indiana. And uh, I watched the girls go out and do their thing. And I said, oh, I'm going to do that. But I have to do... A variation on it. I can't do exactly what they're doing. Right. <laughs> and uh, I went out and the place went crazy. Mm. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Keith, um, going around the country after doing promos for Shaft and women would say, I know you did Shaft. But I remember you from the Ebony Fashion Fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Fashion Fair models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, all right. So, so you did the Ebony Fashion Fair, and then how did you? How did your role in Shaft come about? Well, let's back up a bit. <clears throat> okay. When we landed in L.A. at the end of the tour, <clears throat> um, Bill Cosby threw a party for the Ebony Fashion Fair models, mm-hmm. and uh, during the course of the evening we got to talking and he said, so what are you going to do now? I said, I'm going to be an actor. (laughs) And he said to me, he said, well, listen, um, do yourself a favor, go back and study and learn your craft. Good advice. And I said, yes. Given the fact that he was on I spy at the time, uh, big star. Yeah. I said, he must know what he's talking about. So I went back to New York and I auditioned and got into uh, Negro Ensemble Company. Fantastic company. For those Uh-oh. folks who don't for those folks who don't know, a lot of great actors came out of Negro oh. Ensemble Company. Oh, 
well, from there, the, the, who ran it was uh, uh, um, Robert Hooks. Yes. To name just a few. Uh, he was the uh, founder of NEC. And uh, Denise Nichols, uh, uh, um, oh, the list goes on. But uh, I would watch, watch them perform before I ever got into the uh, 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 the company. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, you know, these are pros. These are pros. And I got to um, play in one play, um, Man Better Man, I think it was. And I only had one line. (laughs) And it was a three-hour play. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) And one night, Esther Roll, I'll never forget her. She, uh, From Good Times. Yes, yes, yes. She, I was sitting next to her on the bench, and all I had to say was, yes. <laughs> That's all? <laughs> and Yeah, that was my line. And uh, this, this one night, I was just, I was zoned out, and she elbowed me, Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she never let me forget that. Every time I would see Esther, she would... <laughs> uh, you you're gonna blow your one line. Wow. Well, well, well. You know, uh, speaking of one lines, I had uh, in, in the movie The Intern with Robert De Niro. Uh, they hired me to be uh, a, a character named Victor, and and I had one line. And so I did the line uh, as we were filming, and then I'm so proud of myself. And then I, I go to the to the premiere, the 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 the, 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 the screening uh, of, of the movie, and, and 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 I take my son with me. And here I am, bigger than day, on the screen, and I'm waiting for my 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 appearance in my one line, and they cut my line out. I'm, I'm I'm still in the movie, but they cut my line out. Wow! Wow! Show business. Yeah, show business. <laughs> well, so, all right. So, so now with NEC, uh, is, is that prior to you getting the audition for Shaft? How did that come about? No, I was, I was uh, doing a great white hope in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the day I would come up to Manhattan trying to get modeling and, uh, um, commercials and whatnot. And, my then agent said that uh, MGM is in town and they're auditioning for this movie and you ought to go by and leave your picture and resume. My long, long resume. (laughs) (laughs) And I did and uh, forgot about it. And a couple of days later, I get a call to come and meet the casting director. Mm -hmm. And I did and... uh, she said, you're going to set up a meeting with uh, the director, who is Mr. Gordon Parks. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I don't know Gordon Parks, but I went to rival high school with mm-hmm. David Parks. <laughs> <laughs> I got an end. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, you actually thought that they, that they knew each other, that they were related or something? No, that's his son. Oh, really? David oh. Parks. Yeah, yeah, that's his son. Oh, okay. Um, 
one of two sons. His his oldest son um, um, died in a plane crash in Africa. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. Um, no, I, I didn't know that. Um, anyway, I get, get this meeting with um, Mr. Parks and um, sitting there and he's interviewing me and he's saying, well, well, well um, um, we're looking for someone um, like that. And he points to a picture, an ad. I said, mm -hmm. that's me. He <laughs> <laughs> said, mm -mm, uh, Mm -hmm. well, Mr. Parks, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a friend of uh, your son, David. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> was it? Anyway, um, the meeting is over and I go home and I um, tried to forget about it, mm -hmm. thinking that I, I made some impression on him and, uh, I get a call saying, um, you're going to have a screen test. Oh, screen test. What the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I learn the lines. I go in for the screen test and, uh, um, someone is auditioning in the room with him and the guy who uh, auditioned comes out and it was a guy, uh, no place to be somebody. Um, his name escapes me right now. Mm -hmm. And I see him, I said, oh, well, no way I'm going to get this role. He is auditioning. He leaves, I go in, and I'm doing my stuff. And uh, I'm sitting there smoking cigarette. Too cool for school, right? <laughs> Cut. And the script supervisor, mm-hmm, Comes over and said, well, you uh, inhaled on this and you put your cigarette to your lips. And I said, why are you telling me that? He said, well, you've got to repeat this from the master who's coming in for your close-up. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you actually learning on the job now. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is it's a screen test. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. Which I had no idea was what that whole, that whole process was. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, what little stage I had done, no one who was a script supervisor was telling me what I did in, a, in any given instant. Right, right, right. So, um, Dissolve come up again. I'm done with the screen test. And I'm on 63rd and 3rd, the hangout we had, uh, um, Yellow fingers. Yellow fingers. And uh, I go to check in my, receive my messages, and I hear that uh, you have to call Mr. Gordon Parks. I said, wow. I get on the phone, and I call him. Mr. Parks, this is Richard Browntree. And he said, um, um, yes. So it, it, uh, it looks like uh, you, got the, you got the part. I can't tell you <laughs> what a shock that was. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know, and he goes on saying that, you know, we, 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 you can't tell anybody about this yet because the holiday season will get you know, blown away because uh, we're going to wait till after the Christmas and announce it. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, well, well, can I tell my parents? You know, oh, of course you can tell your parents, but you know, don't don't blast it all over the, until we announce. And I'm sitting in that phone booth. What? <laughs> Can't believe it. Can't believe it. After that, my life goes on, but I'm running into my fellow actors and models and whatnot. And a couple of them tell me that, you know, I, I think I got that role in Shaft. <laughs> Here it is a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And you start... Did that really happen? Or <laughs> imagination, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, we, we've got two minutes. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go in depth to the, the shaft role when we come back. But before we go, I just want to let people know a little black history fact here. For those who might not know, Gordon Parks was an American photographer, musician, writer, and film director who became prominent in the U.S. documentary photojournalism uh, in the 1940s through the 1970s, particularly in issues of civil rights, poverty, and African Americans, and in glamour photography. I got that from Wikipedia. So we're going to take a little break right now, and uh, we'll be back with our acting icon, Mr. Richard Roundtree, and I'm sure you've been watching him in... uh, family reunion with uh, Loretta Devine, and and, uh, we'll have more to talk about that in just a little bit. So I'm G. Keith Alexander. Welcome to the neighborhood, Harlem, America. We'll be right back. Harlem, Harlem, America. Harlem Harlem is my town. Where Chase is advancing Black Pathways. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business, making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint at heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. You're listening to Harlem America. I love it a lot. For entertainment. Check it out, check it out. Empowerment and health and wellness. Harlem America. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. All right, so we're back with uh, with Richard uh, Roundtree. And uh, Richard, uh, tell me, um, when it comes to Shaft, what was it like trying to get into that character? Uh, you know, you, you had to play a, a tough uh, detective and you're in Harlem. The, the, whole, the whole thing sort of takes place in Harlem. 
Uh, and what was it like getting into that character? Uh, I have to tell you that uh, what I discovered later on, many years after, that that character was Gordon Parks. Mm. There's a scene in there when uh, I'm going to, from door to door trying to locate um, <clears throat> someone and he answers the door and that was his Hitchcock moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he, his whole persona mm-hmm. was who he wanted me to be. I see. And that opening scene in the, in the first shaft and coming out of the subway. <clears throat> great scene, great scene. He pulled me aside and said, listen, um, we have a camera up there, camera up there, and a camera up there. When you come out of that subway and you walk across that street, I want you to own it. <laughs> and you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And when a uh, cabbie blasted his horn and I turned to the camera and said, (laughs) (laughs) I was all in improv. Really? Wow. Back then, they didn't have traffic controllers. Mm -hmm. That traffic was real. Wow. And you had to negotiate yourself across the street there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this, this bad brother comes up out of the subway with a leather jacket on. I mean, you had this leather coat on. You had the big, thick mustache. You had the hair just right. I mean, we, we were all so proud of you. I mean, because this is the first time that we've actually seen a real African-American star action hero on screen. Now, uh, well, I, I, I should say starring in it because, you know, there was a Woody Strode years ago, but, but you know, Woody Strode played those, those roles, but he wasn't the actual star that we actually uh, could identify with uh, as we did with you. Um, an aside, if you will, um, mm-hmm. the night of the premiere, which is unbelievable night. <laughs> I have my mother, my grandmother, and my sister with the click lights uh, and uh, all the paparazzi out there. uh, We go into the theater and we go and sit down and the movie starts. And I'm coming out of the subway and the the crowd is cheering. (laughs) And the first fight scene and my grandmother stands up, don't you be hitting my boy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh. The place just cracked up. I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> but if you could imagine what, the, what uh, that night was with all of the press and the lights and the, uh, it was a big night. Big and, night. And to see myself, on the screen like that, I, that was incredible, incredible. Well, okay, so now, 
you've, you've done five Shaft movies. What has it been like to live with that Shaft moniker? Uh, how has that, uh, has, has it worked in your benefit? Has, has it hurt you? Uh, have you sometimes wished that you didn't have to live with being Shaft? All the above. All the above. Um, it has pigeonholed me to some degree. Um, up to maybe 10 years ago, um, when I would go and audition for different roles, if Shaft was coming in the room. Mm. I, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm here for this role. If you can, like that way, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> but it is, it is sometimes a, a burden. I, I was having a discussion with my dad uh, years ago when he was mm. out here visiting me. And I was complaining to him, I'm tired of constantly being shaft. Everywhere I go was shaft, shaft. I mean, it gets me great tables at a restaurant. <laughs> but I want to be known as an actor. An actor. <laughs> actor, yes. Yes, yes. And my dad says, son, let me tell you something. A lot of people leave this earth not being known for nothing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, Dad. Got it. Got it. That made and it very I, clear. Yeah. I tried to uh, uh, reflect back to that conversation at times. Um, the reality of the situation, I'm, I'm blessed, as he would say. You know? Yes, um, yes. Well, you know, I, I concur with your dad because uh, I tell people all the time that I am truly blessed because there are people who walk this earth and you never know they ever existed. And I'm very blessed that people uh, acknowledge me, that, that, that people uh, have, you know, uh, said nice things, uh, told me that maybe I've, I've influenced them and so forth and so on. So I'm very happy with... Um, uh, being G. Keith Alexander, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, I'll tell you a little story. Uh, yeah. Which reminded me, uh, what you're saying reminded me of, I was going, I guess I was going to Atlanta at one point uh, at LAX. And I'm going through, and I noticed um, one of the officers uh, staring at me. And then, oh, what's that about? And, mm -hmm. you know, he, he's going to come up and say, Shaft, and he said, came over to me as I went through the line. Mm -hmm. He said, Mr. Roundtree, um, I want to tell you something. As a kid in the segregated theater in Mississippi, or Southern City, I can't remember what city state it was, mm -hmm. um, I was in the balcony and saw the Shaft movie. And that is what prompted me to uh, get an education that I want to, I want to be somebody. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> I, I said, wow, I got chills, you know? <laughs> wow. So it's, it's, it's rewarding at times, mm -hmm. 
most of the times it's re- rewarding and and I'm grateful for that that I had touched someone on on any level you know yes and which mirrors what you were saying you know? yes yes well you know uh do you remember when you and I first met I can't honestly say that I do I don't Okay. Well, okay. All right. I, I have to tell you, I was walking the, uh, uh, up Columbus Avenue one, one, one day, and I just got out of my car. And for those people who are familiar with uh, New York City, there used to be a club called The Cellar, where everybody used to go. Phyllis Hyman was discovered there and, and uh, Raw Sugar and, and a whole bunch of folks uh, came through The Cellar. And I was on the way to The Cellar, and I run into these people I think it was two people, two or three people, two. Uh, and uh, they said, hey, G. Keith, where are you going? I said, I'm going to the cellar. And they said, well, hey, why don't you come go with us? We're going to Richard Roundtree's house. Now, I had just seen Shaft not so long uh, b- before that. And I'm like, going to see Shaft. Wow. Okay. So I go along with them to your house. You're very personable and, and, and very uh, welcoming. And, uh, and I go there and I can't believe that I'm sitting there with uh, you guys. Of course, uh, uh, I, uh, you, you offered me something to drink and I, and, I, and I had something to drink and I got a little, little tipsy. So I, 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 I decided to leave. Uh, but uh, uh, that was the first time we met. And then I ended up moving onto the same block you lived on on 90th street between the columbus street. yeah <laughs> be, between columbus and central park west and uh and we became friends and i remember when you got ready to go to do the second shaft you had tony king who's now malik farrakhan a good friend of yours and he was a friend of mine you had him pick up this six foot tall palm tree <laughs> that that was in a big metal the circumference of this thing had to be huge uh he brought it across the street and he said to me richard is uh leaving and richard wanted me to to give this to you as a going away present uh uh, his going away present i said wow richard roundtree is giving me this big palm tree man let me tell you i watered that palm tree and i carried that palm tree to about three different apartments i had until it finally died okay but you stayed with me (laughs) you you stayed with me and uh so so that was when you went to go make uh the second shaft now the second shaft uh, i see the poster behind you the name of the second shaft was what um shaft shaft big score okay shaft's big score all right now when you got the call to go to do Shaft's big score, what was that experience about? Now, you, you, okay, you, you did Shaft. Folks know you're a Shaft. Now you're going to walk into the second Shaft movie. Your confidence is up. Your, your acting skills are sharp now. What well, was that about? By that time, I was, uh, I was full of myself. <laughs> full of myself. Uh-huh. And word on the street was uh, you got to get paid this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, my original contract was with 12, 12 pictures. 12 pictures? They were going to do 12 Shaft movies? Yeah, that's, that, the MGM contract was with 12, 12 films, wow. not necessarily all Shaft. Oh, okay. Got gotcha. you. Uh, and 
I'm so full of myself. I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do it unless they pay me some bucks. Mm-hmm. And to Gordon's credit, he called me up and said, uh, um, listen, um, I hear that you are uh, uh, wanting to get more money this time. He said, um, don't be talking in the street like that. You got to wait till you have some you money. <laughs> some some FU money. Okay, okay. <laughs> he negotiated and got them to pay me much, much more money for the second shaft. Okay, it was like four times more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And today's, <laughs> even looking back at that, that money, that... that Peanuts. Peanuts. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it was m- way more than I was paid to pr- for, the, for the first film, and I was happy with that. Um, that's, yeah, there again, Gordon Parks. I mean, he is the one that insisted. They didn't want me to have a mustache. Really? In the fr- in, at, at all. And Gordon insisted. And when I said earlier uh, that the character was Gordon Parks, I mean, the first thing you notice about Gordon is that big mustache. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's sort of like Ian Fleming wrote James Bond, but he put himself in that, 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 that James Bond character was really Ian Fleming putting himself exactly, in there. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, now, what people don't know, okay, so, so they paid you this paltry sum of money uh, uh, compared to, to, to today's uh, salaries. But what folks, some folks may not know, and I want them to know this, that you, Richard Roundtree, and Shaft saved MGM. Tell us about that. Well, I've always heard that, and, and I, I don't know to what degree that is totally true. I, I don't know. Um, and I can't really speak on that. Um, I do know that the studio was sinking mm-hmm. <laughs> and how much of a savior the chef films were, I have no way of knowing. Um, but that's wonderful to hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the, the story that we got uh, years ago, years ago, that, that MGM was, was, was sinking. They were in financial troubles. And then this Shaft movie comes along and they suddenly now they've got this new influx of cash coming in and it saved MGM. Yeah. 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 There was a, an influx of uh, black movies that was driven by the success of Shaft. So, all right, you've played detectives and um, uh, you've played the father in um, being uh, Mary Jane. Uh, You've played the father uh, currently in uh, Family Reunion. Uh, Is there another role that you'd like to be able to play? Is there another character that you'd like to be able to to, uh, bring to the screen? Well, I've always held uh, a dream to play uh, Jim Beckworth, who uh, discovered uh, 
Beckworth Pass in the High Sierras. Hmm. Never heard of him. Uh, no, very few people have. Um, he was a um, trapper, um, gunfighter, uh, marksman. Um, hmm. He was uh, placed as a chief of the, I forgot what the name of the tribe was, the Indian tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, an incredible life. Runaway slave. Really? Went out west. Mm-hmm. Became this uh, guide, trapper, you name it. And uh, a wagon train. Master. Well, sorry? A wagon train master? No, 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 no. He uh, came upon this this wagon train coming out west, Mm -hmm. and he remembered a passage through the High Sierras into California. Mm -hmm. And this he guided them through that, and the pass was named after him to this Uh day. Beckworth Pass. Beckworth Pass. Okay, let, let's leave it right there. We've got less than a minute, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Uh, I just want to remind folks that, uh, uh, that uh, this is What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander, and I want to say hello to those folks who are listening uh, in Harlem as well as outside of Harlem and the folks living, uh, listening in other countries. I want to welcome you to Harlem America. Thanks for coming to the neighborhood. And uh, don't forget to... Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Subscribe, and uh, we'll be right back in uh, just a little bit with our uh, icon of an actor, Mr. Robert. Uh, Robert, no. <laughs> no, that, that's the other guy. <laughs> Richard Roundtree. <laughs> we'll be back with Richard Roundtree. I'm G. Keith Alexander. The home of Glasso Smart Water is Harlem, America. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. You're listening to Harlem America, talking to the world from the heart and soul of New York. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to Alexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, we're here with uh, Richard Roundtree. Uh, that guy, Robert, I don't know where he went, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I want to ask you, Richard, about this. Now, years have gone by since uh, the three Shaft movies. You've done other films and things. But then one day, 
out of, I don't know whether it was a phone call or someone pulled you aside. Someone said, hey, we're doing another Shaft movie. Now, what was your first thought? Did you think, well, wait a minute, they want me to play Shaft again? Uh, what, uh, you know, and, 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 and then when they, then after you got over that, then they told you, well, no, we want Sam Jackson to be Shaft. Uh, what was your thoughts around that? You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a big disappointment. You know, um, I didn't know uh, Sam at, at the time, and mm -hmm. I, I knew his work. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to be his uncle? <laughs> We're almost the same age. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I was happy and disappointed at the same time. You know, I vacillated between those <laughs> emotions. Mm -hmm. And uh, we met, and uh, I got a script. Hmm. Well, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to be paid nicely uh, mm -hmm. okay i'll make this work <laughs> and uh well i won't go there um <laughs> <laughs> but uh we got on famously great you know and uh, i had a good time while filming it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh that was it wow well i tell you what we happen to have a caller on the line who uh, wants to uh, say hello to you. So uh, we're, we're going to get back to that uh, story. But right now, uh, we have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, now, uh, Richard has no idea who this is. So that sounds like Sherry Brewer. No, not Sherry. And uh, for those who don't know, Sherry Brewer played the young lady, Bumpy's uh, daughter that you went to find in the movie Shaft. Okay, for those who don't know. But we happen to have on the line, should I tell him your name or, or would you like to give him, uh, uh, let him guess who you are? Well, I'll make it very easy. I think Richard oh, Roundtree is oh, one of the oh, best oh, photographers oh, known. Uh, I'm just a <laughs> photographer. Amazing photographer. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Miss Regina Fleming. She's an amazing <laughs> photographer, and she is a marathon runner. She runs all over the world, and I mean all over the world. If uh, a guy cannot catch up with this woman, okay, I'm telling you. But, <laughs> but right now, Regina, thank you so very much for calling in to say hello to Richard. Mojo. Hey, Richard. <laughs> How are you? I'm wonderful. How this are you doing? This has been a doing? great interview. It is, oh, you know, you. Gordon Park played a lot, a big part in your life. And, um, you know, I always admired, admired Gordon Park, one of the reasons I became a photographer. Wow. Wow. That is so good to hear your voice. In fact, uh, yes. Regina is shooting something now. Where, where, where are you now, Regina? I'm, I'm in Harlem photographing a secret project. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Okay, and you stepped away from the you stepped away from the secret project to uh, to just say hello to Richard just to come and myself in and say hello to two of my favorite people. I couldn't miss this one. <laughs> well, thank you so very very much for 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 calling in. And uh, do you have any projects coming up uh, soon that we should know about, or a marathon? Uh, no, you know because of this uh, COVID, uh, the marathon season has been cut short. We're doing virtual marathons, which I've already ran for this year. But um, photography-wise, I am still photographing uh, a lot of commission work with all of my wonderful clients who are trying to get their holiday work in, as well as some other projects. Well, thank you for taking time out to call What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander and Richard Roundtree. And And getting your mileage in on your treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) well i would do that richard all right guys i'll talk to you soon thank you so much have a great day and a better one tomorrow be safe okay bye-bye wow so that's That's regina we we both follow her on facebook and uh, she's 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 quite a woman quite a photographer so tell me this story about sitting in the makeup chair uh, and 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 Sam is sitting on the chair getting his uh, makeup, and you getting your hair. Uh, tell me that that story. <sighs> this was uh, the last shaft. We were in Atlanta, and uh, the makeup room was separated by a wall. And the hair department was next door. And I'm hearing this music, this rap music. And it's going on and it's blasting, blasting. I said, who the hell did (laughs) And the hairdresser said, what? That's Sam's music. Obviously, I'm not a big fan of of, 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 of rap, per se, but uh, <laughs> I was shocked <laughs> that Sam was so into it. I mean, he <laughs> big fan of rap. Well, you know, knowing, knowing Sam, uh, was it laden with MFs this and MF that? No, 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 no. He he owned that department. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, all right. So now you're, um, should we expect another Shaft movie? I hope not. Yep. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> I think we can put it away now. You think so? Yes, 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 yes. I think the audience for it uh, has dwindled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So let's talk about being Mary Jane. Now, it just so happens that you were married to a woman named Mary Jane at one point, and then uh, is, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. And, and, now, and, and then you went into, uh, years later, of course, doing uh, uh, being Mary Jane with uh, Gabrielle Union. What was that like? Oh, she is a force. Um, not just beautiful, but incredibly talented and she's got a mind on her whoa and she's driven 
and mm. she can be funny <laughs> and uh, she's a joy to be around. And I enjoyed what, four and a half years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing that show. And I had a great time and great group of people. I can only, I only have positive, positive feelings about that show. And I wish it had gone another for another fifth uh, in, uh, fifth, fifth season. She mm-hmm. uh, and I can understand what you're saying because I, I watch her every week on LA Finest, and she is incredible. Oh, she uh, Gabrielle, if you're listening, I'd love to have you on the show, please, anytime. <laughs> Uh, she is a fantastic actor and, um, she's tough, you know, she beats up the guys and, and all that stuff on the show. Um, so, and then now you're on, tell, tell us about family re- reunion with, uh, Loretta Devine. Another force, Loretta Devine, uh, I love her to pieces. Um, it's a, our son and his wife mm-hmm. come to visit us in Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, obviously, um, with their kids. And they wind up staying, living in our home. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the storylines revolve around the family and its issues with the kids going to school and, and Come, uh, coming to a uh, new city mm-hmm. from, uh, I think it was Minnesota, but a city up north <laughs> to the south, and the adjustment they have to make. One sec. <laughs> answer. It's displayed on your iPhone. You know, some, sometimes uh, Alexa and also uh, Siri will. Uh, chime in from time to time, even though you're not talking to them. Whoa, okay, that's the first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, 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 I'm just finishing the uh, script that we start on Monday, mm-hmm. and it deals with um, my sister's son. Um, he comes into the picture and he is gay, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to me. I'm a preacher. Mm-hmm. I should have prefaced it with And uh, how the family dynamics uh, work with the discovery that he has come out. Mm-hmm. Fascinating story. And, uh, and, and I don't want to be, I don't want to deal with this. Mm-hmm. I have not stood up to the promise I made his mother. Um, I think I failed oh. when he comes out. And oh. the turnaround, and it is so what's happening today. It is brilliantly written. Um, I'm going to enjoy this show. Tell this the folks the- where they can find the show. Oh, it's on Netflix. Uh, Um, it's on Netflix mm-hmm. and um, Family Reunion, and it's streaming, I think, um, 
Not that I know what that term means. <laughs> you, you, you're hearing strange noises? Yeah. Facebook, he's hearing strange noises uh, in his home. And of course, uh, he wants to make sure that it's nothing that he needs to take care of right away. No, that's that's got to be out on the street. Oh, okay. We've got about three minutes left. Um, I, 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 I want to say this to you. Here at Harlem America, we support small businesses. What is the name of your company? What is the name of your company? My company? Yes. Do you, do you, do you, do you have a company, uh, 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 Inc. or LLC or anything? Oh, uh, around, around the tree. Okay. All right. So that, so since you don't have 500 people working for you, that's a small business. Okay. So here at Harlem America, that's we, my loan out company. Yeah. Yeah. We support small businesses. So your business has been selling your talent to various uh, uh, creators and producers and so forth and so on. So as the founder of Harlem America with the power vested in me, which is close to nil, I proclaim you a VIP citizen of Harlem, America, with your own page on Harlem, America, and your and brand support. So whatever you're doing in the future, if you need to promote it or, or let folks know about it, you have your page on, in Harlem, America that you can put it on, and we'll promote it for you. So uh, because we support small businesses, and uh, we want to be able to... Uh, help wherever we can. Gee, and that's what Harlem America is all about. Oh man. All right. All right. Okay. I love that. I love that. Thank all right. you so, so you're much. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. So when you go to harlemamerica.com in about, uh, oh, let's see, maybe about uh, two days, you, you'll see your page with uh, uh, your this show on it. We've got 30 seconds left. I want to thank you so very, very much for being a, a part of Harlem America and uh, coming to uh, What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. I want to thank everyone on Facebook for listening in. I hope you comment and like, and uh, tell me who else you'd like to have uh, uh, interviewed on Harlem America. Thank you so very, very much. Have a great day and a better one tomorrow. Is there anything you'd like to say real quickly, Richard? I want to thank you, G. Keith Alexander, for having me on. I, this has been a blast, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Don't judge your brother or sister too harshly until you walk the mile in his or her shoes or whatever they're wearing. Have a great day and a better one tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. in New York on the Voice America Variety Channel and the Harlem America Digital Network. Thank you for listening.